Hi all, I welcome you to the Building Culture podcast where I invite incredibly smart people who build things whether they be engineers, entrepreneurs, programmers, hobbyists or researchers it does not matter as long as you're someone who's passionate about building things I'll find you and podcast you. Hi all, I want to take a brief moment to thank you all personally for supporting this podcast on YouTube and on all major podcast platforms including Google Podcasts and Spotify. The podcast mainly features interesting people in robotics, artificial intelligence and entrepreneurship. If you believe that the information that I'm providing might be of benefit to you or to someone you know, it would be really great if you could hit the subscribe button. and press the notification icon so that you can get notified on time whenever the next part is out it would literally take you a second or two to subscribe to the podcast but it would really mean a lot to me because i can grow the podcast to a level that where i can reach more people invite ever more interesting guests and have a more meaningful impact so let's begin now and in today's episode we have a very special guest who is currently the founder and ceo of swayat robots which is a startup which aims to build autonomous driving technology for the most difficult road and traffic conditions which is in india obviously at the same time he also runs another educational platform called deep eigen which aims at democratizing cutting edge uh, technical education for the masses he has won numerous accolades for his work in autonomous vehicles and robotics in general i'll not go into more details about the work that he has done i'll add a link to his linkedin account in the description without any further ado let's welcome sanjeev sharma uh thanks chandradeep for having me here so uh, can you give a few details of your educational and professional backgrounds for starters uh sure Uh, so I did, uh, so I did my uh, B.Tech in electrical engineering for my IIT Roorkee in 2011. So I was there from 2007 to 2011. Uh, I started my research in autonomous navigation, specifically focusing in motion planning and reinforcement learning. Uh, when I entered fourth semester of my undergrad, that's January 2009. After my B.Tech, I went to Israel for uh, uh, for roughly eight months, uh, where I was research assistant to a professor. uh my task was to develop uh, motion planning algorithms that enable robots to navigate at high speeds and we published a couple of research papers over the internship as well um uh, so after that i was uh, i was in canada attending uh, ms uh, thesis based ms program in the department of computing science at university of alberta and uh, my thesis advisor over there was professor richard sutton uh after after that i was also admitted to a phd in computer science uh, at university of massachusetts amherst it was fall 2014 admission but i actually came back to india in 2014 and uh, declined the phd offer and uh, in 2015 i formally registered my company swayat robots and since then i've been working full time on my uh, on my startup so i mean the the reason for coming back to india was not swayat robots in particular it was a different reason but uh, i dec- i i i deferred my admission by one year so my admission from 2014 was deferred to 2015 and uh, having one year actually um, i mean Uh, we we will talk about it later as well that uh, one of my life goals is actually is actually to solve autonomous driving and having that one year at hand i actually started uh, swayat robots initially as a project 
and uh, when i realized okay that this thing can be achieved then uh, basically i just declined the phd offer altogether and since 2014 uh, 2015 may i've been working like full time on swaith robots and uh, over the past 5 years like uh, we have built you know the technology to enable autonomous driving in uh, one of the most uh, you know uh, sort of stochastic uh, traffic conditions that is imaginable and furthermore we have also been you know uh, sort of researching on all the in, in all the three fronts of autonomous driving but uh, primarily in the area of planning then perception and finally the localization and since uh, you know for the past 5 months i have also been doing deep again as you pointed out where again our goal is actually uh, not just to provide educa- education but provide very deep cutting edge education in uh, you know some of the areas that we hold expertise in uh, so that has been my education and uh, professional journey uh, so far okay quite interesting so uh, you you started uh, you did after doing your bachelor's you you uh, began to you know continue your studies in israel so my uh, the, a, a doubt for me is that i mean israel is not a very popular you know higher education uh, you know country go to israel so what was the reason for that oh israel is one of the most uh... uh you know advanced countries on planet i mean perhaps second only to us or maybe comparable to us i mean uh, for example in te- i mean in in technology they are second to no one uh i mean uh, it's it's a very advanced country furthermore i was a research assistant to a professor over there uh, so my professor uh, the advisor uh, was professor zwischler so he himself had phd from mit and uh, he was professor at ucla for 10 years and then uh, basically he came back to israel and joined the university ariel university so i was research assistant to that professor and uh, i mean uh, israel is i mean uh, is 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 very advanced country and furthermore uh, that internship although like i had been uh, researching in autonomous navigation uh, for uh, for a very long time but that internship was also my first practical experience in you know uh developing cutting edge motion planning algorithms to actually you know enable you know uh some of the tasks for uh robots in general so yes i mean it's a, it's a, i mean for example uh, is i mean for example there israel institute of technology and also ben gurion university are ranked uh, top most in the world i mean they are among the best of the best so yes it's a pretty uh, advanced country and uh, definitely if you haven't already then do visit tel aviv and uh, jerusalem in mean, It's a pretty fascinating country, and pretty fascinating people as well. Okay, with with Israel, yeah, personally, I don't know many friends who did their masters or PhDs in Israel, so that's why I asked that question. Okay, and okay. after that, uh, uh, so the, this is when you started to develop interest in autonomous vehicles, right? So uh, you did your first uh, research work uh, about motion planning in. and after that you decided that yeah autonomous vehicles is something that uh, uh, you'd want to do in the future how did you you know began to drift towards this autonomous vehicles direction so specifically that question uh, regarding uh, when did i develop my interest in transcend so uh, i had been interested in robotics uh, before even i joined the college so the goal was pretty clear it has to be robotics but as it happens in india like once you have cleared the j once you have got into it's i mean based on your rank you get your branch you don't know what you are getting into so the same happened with me as well i was uh, in uh, electrical engineering at it rukia and most of the courses were in uh, you know uh, 
power systems i mean uh, those courses i mean they didn't interest me really well so i began my self study since i uh, you know started for summer vacation uh, so i mean the goal was pretty clear robotics but i mean towards the end of my third semester i got introduced to uh, the autonomous driving via darpa and darpa grand challenges so i saw some of the videos by team mit and some of the videos by a couple of universities who participated in those two challenges uh, so that was my introduction to the world of autonomous driving and in january 2009 uh, when i saw those videos for autonomous driving autonomous driving in world's most uh, difficult conditions it actually became my goal and that is the reason why like now as a as a student as an academic researcher you have to pick an area or two like to to uh, to begin your research so but i selected my research area also to be broad enough it was entire autonomous navigation so i didn't focus on one particular area that it has to be machine learning or it has to be motion planning or it has to be reinforcement learning or it has to be controls or vision no just entire autonomous navigation and in, in autonomous navigation again you have to be a bit specific because you are beginning your academic career uh, so i selected motion planning but there also i didn't restrict myself to one or two methodology for for motion planning i wanted to study the entire ai field at large while also studying motion planning and uh, basically typically for example if you go into grad program if you go into thesis based master program i'm not talking about the commercial ms programs that are run today i mean we will we'll get to that later on Uh, as well like what's the purpose of deep eigen but if we don't talk about the commercial ms programs today which are bit shallow i mean if you go 10 15 years back the kind of courses that universities the top 15 top 10 graduate programs in the world used to run for example if you if you go over there and you took if you take the kind of ai and other courses i actually studied five to six such fields on my own from fourth to fifth semester just to cover the all the mathematical background that is required to actually go and do research in the area of motion planning so i began with machine learning so i studied machine learning data mining numerical optimization convex optimization reinforcement learning and each of these studies involved one specific full book in particular and i finished these five books from my fourth and fifth semester and while i was doing that i was also reading you know several research papers per month and this is apart from my uh, you know college uh, responsibilities where you have to also take college courses attend classes and do all the things So this is how I started my research, and uh, actually my first internship was also at University of Massachusetts Amherst. So after third after third year, uh, you have to do your summer internship, and I did at uh, autonomous lab at uh, University of Massachusetts under Professor Shridhar Madhavan, and that was my one formal introduction to you know how proper research is done in academic setting, and uh, and and that was first ever experience as well where I could apply my knowledge uh, in in solving some problem that really matters. so this is how it began and uh, when i finished my bachelor's i had already built a very very strong mathematical foundation i mean uh, already i mentioned some of the topics that i studied during my undergrad by the time i finished my undergrad i already developed you know three motion planning frameworks one of those motion planning frameworks uh is actually pretty actively used as why that's a crux of one of the motion planning frameworks at swyth robots so this is how much i was involved in you know researching during my undergrad and after btech like i was uh, uh you know to to be able to do all this i mean you can know that i mean reading hundreds of research papers generating research ideas in my fifth sem in my in my seventh and eighth semester i was almost involved in writing research papers for international conferences and journals actually although they 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 they, uh, they didn't publish 
for uh, so many reasons but okay I, I i did that i did some really credible work over there later on they were they were published so i mean once i gained uh, formal experience in how to write a research paper they were published as well so uh, while i was doing that you know you have to sacrifice your courses and gpa so my undergrad gpa is like very pretty it's pretty openly mentioned on linkedin as well it's pretty low uh, so basically i w- i wanted to you know build further uh, background so that i could you know my, my goal was also also clear like while i was uh, you know i was i was always interested to go into world's top phd programs as well but what i didn't want to compromise was on my knowledge like i didn't want to you know waste time in into i never wasted time in doing things that i never liked in life and uh, you know that's why doing undergraduate just focus on self studies so after finishing btech i wanted to gain further experience and you know convert my research into formal research papers as well and uh, my professor zwishler i contacted him during uh, my third year as well for internship although he was on sabbatical so that's why i didn't do an internship uh, during my third year with him but after you know after finishing my btech i uh, you know i had also i had also during my undergrad i also used to run a website on searching.com so whatever whatever topics i had learned actually i used to give lectures on those topics and they were like pretty deep uh, lectures as well uh, so uh i went to internship uh, i went to you know uh, internship or you can say ra with a process usually after uh, you know the btech and that was a continuation of my research and with professor zwishler he was uh, specifically working in developing motion planning algorithms and one of my key research areas was also motion planning so that gave me an opportunity to actually apply all my knowledge from all the different you know fields of mathematics that i had learned to be able to formally apply that in an academic setting and you know get it published so that's what, what i did in israel so interesting i mean you have uh, done so many things and uh, what i really find amazing about the journey that you shared is that you had like an insane level of clarity like you knew that you wanted to go into robotics from a very early age right and you know that in india like i mean it's like people follow the the same giving iit jee triple e exams you know getting admission in a course and you know the uh, the course that you get it's it's based on the rank that you get right and it's uh, uh, people don't normally know what their interest is and so they don't really care with whether it's mechanical engineering they are doing or computer science they just take any course and i mean even even after masters people don't figure out like which is the field that they want to go in so uh, could you could you you know uh, give a bit insight of how you developed such a level of clarity at such a young age because this is like something very sure. unique and hard to find as well uh, you can say i have been fortunate enough to actually know the goal in life pretty early on uh because i mean if you ask like how how and why robotics i mean there's no answer to it i mean how and why it just it just happens because sometimes i do things in life there there's no particular reason for doing it i just get naturally driven into it and uh, you can say i've been fortunate enough to actually know the fields at large as well. for example and and the international community uh, you know helped me as well in 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 getting uh, you know where i am today so for example uh, i began my uh, for example I, i see like often people give up even when they know their goal because things are harder in between right i mean even for me like the the the, the topics that i mentioned to you which i did during my fourth and fifth semester these are not you know undergrad topics and and these are not top, not the topics for example to, to to give you an idea about the book that i followed for numerical optimization it's, it's george nosida and stefan j rice 
second edition book numerical optimization typically in grad school this book would be followed in two semesters so doing this book in two and half months was a tough thing but i wanted to gain once the ideas so this is what i do in life once i know the idea like what is it that i want to do i do it very deeply and very quickly or i'll just not do it at all so i will not stall it for a prolonged period of time okay uh, let's take it easily i will go very deeply and very fast uh, because i want to do things at a very rapid pace because life is very short so uh, this is what i did in my undergrad as well and regarding why i had such a clear for example how did i know that reinforcement learning is also going to my primary research area so when i said that in january 2009 i learned through darper and challenges i also happened to you know stumble upon the work by uh, this um, uh, andrewing and uh, peter abil on uh, inverse uh, helicopter flight using reinforcement learning at stanford university so having watched that video i mean you get a pretty clear idea okay reinforcement learning is a pretty off, pretty awesome field and once i knew okay that rl is going to be then you it's very easy to figure out okay rl is a sub branch of machine learning so you have to know now know machine learning once you figure out what is how what book to begin to machine learning you know one of the prerequisites is linear algebra so i went i mean, within a week i just finished gilbert strang's you know video lecture on linear algebra i mean after knowing my goal that this is going to be good so linear algebra then machine learning once you know machine learning then you know okay data data mining at that point time was used to be you know getting popular so okay i just finished one book in parallel along with machine learning book as well and once i had learned machine learning i knew okay that the back end of machine learning is mathematical optimization okay so there are two books convex optimization by stephen boyd and then there's numerical optimization book so i wanted to cover both convex and non convex and both differential and non differential optimization as well so this is how it it, it actually built upon and while uh, you know my third year just had begun and i started uh, you know searching a website along with one of my friends as well who was in uh, information security actually um so i started this website with him and i used to you know uh, i mean when i was an undergrad uh, i used to contact professors from all over the world for guidance for remote guidance not for internship just for remote guidance and although i mean these professors are very busy people i mean uh, so i mean uh, but the good thing was since my emails were very deep and i explained the problem very well that my goal is to solve a thomas driving they were also very so i, I always get uh, used to get responses if if i'm doing something good or good or wrong they actually used to give me feedback okay what you're doing is also pretty great i mean this is not something easy i mean uh, this is a gradual stuff so i mean i have been getting these feedback as well from the international committee who were approached so this also you know reinforced my journey okay that i am actually going in the in the right direction not just like you know blindly you know following some topics so usually what i do first i learn things and then i contact people so once you contact people with knowledge they respond and uh, this is one of the mistakes that people often do for example uh, i often like on I mean, linkedin i get contacted with so many people right one of the things that i that I, but still i i i i respond to almost everyone to my uh, i mean uh, to 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 the extent possible right but one of the things that i see missing in today's world is that because of the internet and all the topics around you people go very shallow and they don't put enough effort actually to you know get the response response from someone so if you have built your knowledge if you have done the study about the person you are contacting they will respond to you and often like they would be willing to help you and this is the kind of help that i had got during my undergrad as well from the internet so i'm thankful to the committee at large as well yeah so you began writing to the leading professors and researchers who were already established in this area and uh, you didn't write them blindly you did your own research and then you uh, 
uh, you kind of got a validation from the experts okay i know this thing sure. and i'm trying to solve this problem what is sure. your view on this thing so sure. this is like a, a very uh, you know a practical way of approaching people and probably sure. the professors also appreciate this yes this i mean to give you an idea like what's the kind of emails i used to write to people who are, who i was interested in doing research with i read their research papers whether it is practically feasible or not but i suggested them ways how could they improve their research papers so once you mention that so that's pretty deep i mean people i mean usually if you read uh, their website and know their research that's also good enough if you have uh, you know just gone to abstract of the research but i wanted to go very deep with professors i knew i mean who were leading i mean uh, i mean i i i tried to contact uh, almost anyone like who was working at that so, i mean some of the professors right now so the people right now who are the leading ceos of the leading autonomous driving companies or leading the autonomous divisions of major corporations in the world they were professor once and i i i contacted almost all of them uh, when i was an undergrad so uh, this is i mean uh, although the uh, the facility was not uh, you know w- what people have access to today via linkedin quora and all these platforms it was not back then but still i mean the the, the resources have always been there i mean uh, if you want to learn something nothing can stop you at least in 2020 nothing can stop you not even back then back then also nothing could have stopped you it's just that you would have to like you know work harder to get the clarity as to whether you are going the right direction or but today is pretty easy as well yeah so you took the really uh, hard road the really tough road to educating yourself you you studied everything on your own basically besides being enrolled in a typical course so your robotics education uh, is basically you taught yourself right and uh, even even getting contacts of professors you you are the one who approached so do you think there's uh, a, a typical uh, masters degree or you know specialization in robotics is really necessary because everything is also online and if someone is like self motivated they can do it do you think a masters degree is really necessary i mean it's also a validation right because you you have the degree so you can say that i have the skills uh, yes it's it, it will be pretty subjective answer because the objectives of a person will decide whether it is necessary or not uh, for example i mean uh, it's a subjective question on two different fronts as well right i mean this is the reason why why deep eigen exists right now but i mean sec- on on a, on a, on a different note uh just to answer that question without taking the deep again discussion into account uh it it depends on your goal for example uh, when you say the robotics programs as well now are you talking about the typical commercial masters ms programs or are you really talking about the deep ms programs like for example ms in computing science ms in electrical engineering or are you talking about you, you know some shallow ms program which will introduce you some of the courses but not very deep so that's a distinction you have to make also the goal of the person for example uh, someone has done bachelor's he has gone to us or or some or some other developed countries and he wants to he or she wants to get a job now now the, the thing is i mean do you have enough qualification or not if these courses offer you enough qualification then yes i mean they are going to be uh, useful for you also following books on your own is 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 is, is hard as well for example these books are going to be very mathematically nature and often people do not know what to study right so these ms programs provide that clarity but yes if you have enough time for example if you are enrolled in undergrad program see whether you go for i mean go, go, uh, going to ms is not just for education there are too many different aspects to it as well uh, but yes from a knowledge i can talk from knowledge point of view 
from purely from a knowledge point of view, you can do almost anything on your own if you put your mind to it. Uh, that's it. I mean, you you, you don't need someone to. Um, uh, maybe you, even 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 when you're reading something, if you find it difficult to understand, you're just missing one or two ba- uh, you know background courses to cover that part. Uh, that's it. I mean, nothing is hard at least. Uh, I mean, uh, pretty it's pretty open. What you have to do, the, the books are now pretty well known. What books to say for machine learning, what research papers, you can find almost anything on the internet. Uh, so uh, again, uh, it would depend on the on the objective of a person, of what is it that they want to achieve. And based on that, the necessity of the of the of the program will actually come into picture. Yeah, but I mean, uh, so there are two aspects to this, right? One is uh, the self motivation part of it, like how motivated and why the person wants to do it, and the second part is about you know the structure of the curriculum. So you, when you studied, you you knew that okay, I need to do linear algebra because you know this will be used in machine learning mathematics, for example. You you designed your own curriculum, but it's yeah. not very easy for everyone to design their own curriculum. That's probably the structure is also like probably what the university is also. Yes. And how you follow that will, for example, if you directly jump into optimization without you know first studying machine learning. Unless you are majoring in mathematics, I mean, uh, it's going to be you. You you are get, going to get lost because you do not know why you are studying what you are studying. So the structure also plays an important role, at least when you are a beginner in some area. But once you are already, I mean, once you have gained knowledge to an extent, uh, so things are pretty easy. So another thing, uh, so the, with machine learning and uh, you know the AI algorithms and all these things, so the approach that you uh you are trying to you know uh, give idea of is about that uh, you know you should have in depth understanding you know all the mathematics and everything and there are like some online courses which probably focus more on the practical side of it they they kind of skip the mathematics because the mathematics sure. are like scary as well for people who are just starting maybe the mathematical concepts will build upon later so what do you think is a better approach like uh, should you go in a more structured way which would be a harder but you would get a more in depth understanding or should you you know try to solve small problems by your hand and then build upon upon that knowledge sure. see if you are a student or in particular if you are an undergrad you should go with more rigorous approach uh, that will help you along, uh, you know, uh, going a very long way in your life. Uh, if unless you have a very urgency of, you know, building a million dollar uh, startup, you know, you know, while you uh, before you finish your undergrad, then basically the objective would be okay. What is what is that you uh, the, the, the 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 discussion would be what is it that you want to achieve? What is your objective in life? Right. For example, if your objective is okay, I want to build a business that doesn't create new. For example. You can say, let's suppose if we talk about an area that requires using existing deep neural networks and training with data, you don't need any any deep level of mathematics to do that. For example, what if you just want to build a chatbot using some NLP tools? You don't need a a, a deep learning, uh, you know, very deep knowledge of machine learning and other mathematical areas. But if your startup is in the area of active research, like autonomous driving or robotics in general, that would be the key ingredient. Either you get that or you get someone in your team who knows that. Right. So, uh, if you are an undergrad, uh, although the for the 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 approach of, of going in a rigorous manner would be harder, but if you uh, if if you do it, you will 
realize that you are you you arrive at a point in your life where nothing else should be harder for you for example what can be harder than following a full machine learning book while you are an, an, an undergrad if you do that you already have trained your brain for example to give you an idea when i read that meritocratian book uh, now i don't remember anything in that book apart from the main topic right uh but during undergrad just assume what it would uh, require for someone to do that in 3 months or 2 and half months so that opens your brain to because so for example let's suppose your goal is to for example forget about doing startup forget about being a best researcher or someone recognized in your area let's suppose you are target you are targeting yourself towards graduate studies and your goal is to publish a paper you are going to do a third year internship and you are doing you know a, a research internship over there now you'd be reading couple of research papers perhaps you maybe you may want to improve upon existing research now often it would happen that this that the equations in the paper will scare you if it's some machine i mean just open any icml or nips paper the equations will scare you right why is that because you have not dealt with the mathematics uh, the level of mathematics that is present in the paper so if you do that during undergrad you'll never be scared of the mathematics in any book or in or, or in any research paper this is exactly what happened with me i mean for example uh, when i learned so i was not focused on any competition i was not focused on any applying the knowledge anywhere because i knew theory is what eventually will matter robotics is nothing at least the goal that i had set in my life so i didn't want to build just any robot i wanted to build the autonomous strength tech the moment you decide that is your goal it's all applied mathematics i mean even entire ai then becomes applied mathematics for you for example can you go and study uh, manifold theory can you go and uh, study mathematical topology can you go and study uh, different branches whatever doesn't matter what branch of mathematics you uh, you study ultimately it is going to become useful right so it would it would it would it would it would depend on the goal that you've set for yourself and the second approach for example often times it is motivating uh, for people to know why they study for example if i uh, for example you, you you have not dealt with the level of you know ai or or machine learning or robotics uh, you know uh, before and if i give you an idea okay that this is where the topic is going to be useful then that will build up a motivation for you you know to go further deeper into so it depends on person to person as well what approach they go with and often often times i mean for example in today's world there are so many free online courses that provide a very good introduction to uh, you know some of the existing you know very uh, you know challenging topics as well and that's a very good starting point in my opinion as well yes which is which is which is an r&d which is an r&d right it's an active yes yes so if you if you take that as an objective yes the d is the key yes well there's so many yeah in every front there are so many open challenges open and those problems are pure mathematical in nature i mean it's not you just like take some data train it and it will be done no i mean it's, it's pure you know for example let's suppose even if we take deep learning for example you can build a network with trillion you know computations per image uh, billions of parameters where are you going to put uh, that kind of a network in a vehicle your your vehicle wouldn't have that much of compute power your robotic system is not going to have that much compute power so even if you if you if you convert that problem you know as a as a solve problem via very big deep neural network 
the question is what about the computations the moment you start focusing on computations you are eventually going to focus on mathematics because that is going to govern everything the accuracy the amount of computations so some problems are inherently again like for example i could have been a business person but that would have required me to hire five six different phd's who are working in different areas of robotics so either as i said it's all about your goal either you do uh, i mean you, you have to decide like in what position you want to be i wanted to be a researcher earlier in life even in startup our goal is like pretty clear i mean we we want to be able to just uh, you know uh, build a tech that no one has uh, no, no one else has built before and to do that you need to be you know very strong uh, in in some of the and in my research i am uh, in in my startup i am a primary researcher as well i have been a primary researcher so and uh, being that researcher it actually allowed me to build thing in a manner that i built otherwise i mean uh, good as a startup competing with a state of the art and developing new ways to do things is not easy so i mean being a researcher and having done the deep study it actually helped the startup as well otherwise the startup wouldn't have existed i really hope that you enjoyed this particular conversation and it helped you in some way shape or form if it did make sure to hit the subscribe button and the notification icon or the bell icon so that you can get notified on time whenever the next part is out also it would be really great if you could give me your feedback in the comments below that would really help me improve i'm uploading small clips of the long podcasts on a regular basis on platforms like linkedin facebook and instagram so make sure to follow me on these platforms if you're someone who cannot take out time for the long episodes the podcasts are also available on all major podcast platforms including spotify and google podcasts so if you're someone who prefers to listen to podcasts rather than watching full length videos make sure to follow on your favorite podcast platform thank you very much and see you next time